This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, it, it couldn't have turned out any better uh, as far as uh, what we want to accomplish this weekend. Uh, we've got opening night. We've got game day coming to town. I was very fortunate. We're, I was part of game day at Iowa State when I was coaching there when we played Kansas, I think back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. And there's just so many things that it does for your program, for your fans. We have a big recruiting weekend ahead, and they'll be able to see the facilities. They'll be able to see the support. Uh, they'll all be, be able to see our team. It, it really uh, turned into a, a big event on all fronts uh, and for a very uh, important weekend for us. So we're excited about it, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, we can show them a good time. And welcome back here to the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett now as we talk some Nebraska basketball. And I know it is a big football week, Robin, but I had to give you some time. This is a huge basketball week um, with this opening night. I want to get right to opening night first here. What is the story behind this? Like, how did they come up with this idea? Who gets the credit? And how did they get Rick Ross to come to Lincoln? Yeah, so uh, the they've done things on this same line of thinking before with, uh, you know, little scrimmages and player introductions. And stuff what was like the that. Halloween one? Boo, boo hoops or something? Or? Yeah. They did like trick or treating or something. Anyway. <laughs> so they've kind of just ho hummed it like over the past few years to where it was like really haunted hoops. Yeah. Uh, a shell <laughs> of what it potentially could be, uh, as far as actually capitalizing on excitement going into a season. And, you know, they really just did a scrimmage and some contests and that was that. Well, now that Fred Hoiberg comes here, they blow it up from day one um, and go all out in really creating a quote-unquote mid- midnight madness um, scenario here where you're opening up not only the, the first debut of a new coaching staff and a completely new roster, but you're pairing it with a Grammy Award nominee hip-hop artist that's you know world-renowned in Rick Ross. So uh, they definitely went all in, and uh, fans ate it up. I mean, they sold the race, sold. They reserved, what, 12, over 12,000 tickets? I think 12,500 is like the capacity for it um, with the, the seats that are being taken up by the stage. And so the demand is clearly high. They, they weren't planning on opening up the 200, even 300-level seats eventually had to just because the the tickets were getting claimed so quickly uh and so i mean this is going to be a a crazy environment and it's no coincidence that um they wanted to pair it up on the friday night before the ohio state game uh you know capitalize on that excitement uh and do it at a time you know again seven o'clock on a friday night uh where people can actually make it and so you know they they did it right in about every aspect and uh, I don't know exactly how they got Rick Ross. There, there are some connections there um, with, obviously, Hanif Cheatham. Uh, he knows Drake and has met Rick Ross before. I don't think a player would have. I mean, I'm just they, saying. They paid Rick Ross. And Dwayne I mean, Wade, Dwayne Wade is uh, really good friends with Rick Ross, and obviously they're going to be up here for the game. And then Nebraska was willing to shell out a lot of money first and foremost. So you wouldn't know how much they pay. Rick, I mean, no. fifty thousand at least. I would imagine it's not going to be like a full-on concert, so it's not like his full. Uh, booking fee, but again, it's you know they got a nationally known act to come in here. That you know, there's gonna be a lot of people in the stands that have no idea any of the songs. They're probably gonna think it's hip hop hogwash, but uh, that doesn't matter because it's the uh, the concerts for the players and more importantly the recruits that are gonna be in there for football and basketball. So will they? I mean, will they have a stage out that they're gonna wheel out during it? Or uh, it's pre set up, and that's why like uh, it's on the section where. Um, 
my directions all, but more like the, the media seating is and kind of that open that corner. Yeah. That, that open end, uh, that's, that's where it's going to be. So, uh, that's why the capacity is down a few thousand. And I'm sure if it would have been a, a full on arena, they would have sold all those t- or claimed all those tickets too. Yeah. What, a, as far as the basketball element of this, I mean, are you expecting much or is this kind of just like a, a layup show? And no, they're going to practice in the morning and that's like the real evaluation. And so the, the scrimmage is just going to be for the fans. You know, there's probably going to be a lot of donks and uh, not much defense and, you know, guys, you know, probably dribbling too much and <laughs> not really playing within any sort of system. But uh, it's, it's just kind of a, an appreciation for the fans. They'll do play introductions and uh, they'll do some three-point contests, dunk contests, some, something to that effect, some contests. Uh, and, you know, again, it's only a 20-minute scrimmage. They're not keeping stats. So uh, Fred Hoiberg himself said, I'm not using this as any sort of evaluation tool. Uh, it's for purely entertainment purposes only. As far as recruiting goes, there's a lot going on with the basketball end of it this weekend. If somebody's listening that just wants to know one or two key things, give that person just the one or two key things that they should be watching or following here with the recruiting element of opening night. Well, obviously, like I said, this was a big deal for them, uh, not only just for the event, but for for recruiting, just like it is for football. This is a huge weekend for them uh, and why they went to the lengths they did uh, to, to you know make this the, the event it is. So uh, they got four official visits in, um, two four-stars, Frank Anselm and uh, Will Breedenbach, two four-star 2021 recruits who – um, you know, both top 100 players, uh, and you know, the, they got a kid named Jordan Nesbit. Nesbit, he's a three star, used to be a four star, got dropped. Um, and then Tibet Gorner, who's a kid from Turkey who uh, just moved to the United States last year, uh, and has really emerged as you know, one of the top three point shooters in the 2020 class. And so uh, those are the guys that you really need to focus on. They, they got several other uh, un- unofficial visits, including Hunter Salas from up in Millard North, Kendall Brown, who's a four-star top 20 player. I think he's rated 18th in the country right now uh, from Sunrise Christian Academy. Um, Donovan Williams, obviously, and then uh, even some top-level kids from the 2022 class. But, you know, with basketball, the, the official visit is so important. You know, there's a lot of kids that take visits everywhere on unofficials, but you really know who the, 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 where the mutual interest is when kids spend one of their official visits. And so Frank Anselm, four-star, Will Breedenbach, four-star, and then, you know, the, the two other guards, uh, they're, they're going to get the full red carpet treatment this weekend. And uh, it would not surprise me if Nebraska, if they, if they don't get a commitment out of this, at least one, uh, they're certainly going to be in very good position going into the fall signing period. Now, there was a point, Robin, where Miles was recruiting at a higher level than Nebraska's been used to. Is this even way higher than that level as far as the kids they're bringing in um, and, and then the transfer differences, too, is probably where Hoiberg's going to make a big difference as well. Yeah, that's the thing. So the, I mean, it remains to be seen about the, the high school level because, I mean, Nebraska brought in four-star top 100 kids on official and unofficial visits, but uh, the difference was they couldn't get them. Uh, and so, you know, Fred Hoiberg obviously uh, hasn't done any of that yet either, but I think that Nebraska's chances just they, they seem higher. I mean, I think there's just more clout with Fred Hoiberg and I mean you got guys like you know Matt Abdomasi and Armand Gates and even Doc Saller to an extent that uh, are pretty good recruiters and I I think that that's going to help you know once they get them on campus 
then Nebraska sells itself, and then Fred Hoiberg sells himself. And so we'll see kind of how that plays out. But certainly with the work that they did right away in that six-week span where they flipped the roster completely, and now going into the fall signing period, um, you know, they've already had some big visitor weekends, this one being the biggest. Uh, I think you're starting to see kind of the direction of where they want to take this recruiting. So they started with transfers, but eventually they want to get in on these elite-level high school players, and so far they're, they're taking steps to do so. And then, Robin, lastly, as you look at the, the players and the team on the court for Nebraska, what's the biggest thing you've learned um, now that, that we've seen and heard more about this team? Yeah, the talent is there. Uh, my biggest question is going to be how they respond to adversity. Uh, and that's you know, the, the case with any team, but especially uh, this situation with so many guys that are just still learning who each other are on and off the court. Um, and, you know, that's, I think Fred Hoiberg's biggest worry is, you know, they're, they're good when things are going well, you know, they're, they're great when they're front runners, but what's going to happen when they lose a game or two and, you know, don't play well, uh, during a, a difficult big 10 stretch, can they avoid things from getting hand, out of hand? And will guys step up as vocal leaders and, and snap the locker room into shape? And, um, Hanif Cheatham is a guy that's immediately emerged as one of those guys, but they need more, you know, they need two or three guys that, um, are, are going to step up and have a voice and, that only comes with the season, and there's only so much they can do. They they went through the program uh, like they did with with football. Um, they went to Italy, obviously, and so they've done a lot to try and expedite that process this off season. But you know, like again, there's only so much you can simulate until you actually get put into the thick of it, uh, especially when the, the grind of the Big Ten and, and that December non-con schedule hits in. All right, it's going to be exciting night and weekend for Nebraska basketball as well. But we're going to shift now over to recruiting as Nate Klaus. Uh, will join us later in the show. We'll talk about Nebraska's recruiting, uh, but we come back. We're going to take your questions in the mailbag next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.